Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Friday, yes, Friday. Oh my goodness! Hello, how are you? Hope you had a good one. I had a pretty good, uh, pretty good week. Hanging out here in the breadbasket of America where the uh, the children have been so uh, uh, coddled that uh, three inches of snow gets them two days off. And then the day they're supposed to go back, they've got some sort of parent-teacher conference. So my daughter went to school two days this week, uh, partially because of, uh, of three inches of snow, which, dear God in heaven, I mean, seriously, if you can't drive in three inches of snow, just move to, uh, uh, I don't know, Haiti or something. Where it, maybe, maybe some uh, African country, maybe uh, Egypt or something. Because honestly, you, you ought to be able to drive in a couple of inches of snow. And then on top of that, they take a day off for parent-teacher conference or whatever it is. I don't know. What, on top of all the COVID days and all the cold and all this and all that, and they took off the entire week of Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving on Thursday, decided to take the kids off on Monday through, thir- through Thanksgiving. You know, I mean, honestly, really, it, uh, this is really, across the country, COVID has given teachers unions an excuse to just make teaching a part-time thing. Just, you know, I will go for a little while, take three off months off of the summer, and let's just add some stuff throughout the, you know, parent-teacher conferences. When I was a kid at parent-teacher conferences, uh, you know, uh, you'd go to school after like four in the afternoon, kids are out of school, you hang out at the lunchroom and you meet your parents, uh, t- teachers, but now they got to have a separate day where the day is off and you can just, meet. I don't know, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, it's irritating. It is irritating because, you know, uh, like you and me, we, we walk to school through a uh, foot of snow every day uh, uphill both ways, right? Isn't that how that works? So the latest thing here, I guess, from a peer-reviewed study in the University of Cambridge has tested to see uh, if there are some different hacks for your mask when you wear a mask everywhere. And if you're still wearing a mask at this point, honestly, um, just shut up. Uh, if you're in a grocery store, you know, it used to be maybe a year and a half ago, you'd be in a grocery store and somebody wearing a mask and a face shield and rubber gloves, they, and they'd act all sort of high and mighty around you like, why aren't you wearing a mask? Well, now at this point, if you're still wearing particularly a cloth mask, um, just shut up. Don't don't try to shame anybody for wearing a mask because you are the one who are, honestly, you're shaming yourself at this point by wearing a stupid mask. But anyway, uh, they're still they're still doing this, even though the CDC is recognizing uh, natural immunity, which I have, by the way. And so what they're doing is they've got a new thing that you, if you want to make your mask even more effective, what they've done is they've taped the edges of the mask to the face, which some teachers have been busted doing. Uh, they filled the sides of the mask with gauze, so whenever there's a little, you know, a hole there, you still gauze in. Or you can use the mummy method with gauze. And by the way, this is the next thing. They want you to put pantyhose on your head. Remember like in the 1970s and the 1980s when uh, there was a Clint Eastwood movie? And, uh, you know, they, you were a robber that you'd put a pantyhose over your head. A lot of you millennials don't, don't know this, but you take literally the, the pantyhose. And I didn't even, do they make pantyhose anymore? Do they really make, I don't even know if they make pantyhose anymore. I don't know anybody who wears pantyhose. My wife never wore pantyhose. But anyway, and what a terrible name, pantyhose. Pantyhose. It's panties, and then what do you think of with a hose? 
something you water your garden with. Anyway, uh, they're saying that you should put a pantyhose on your head on top of the mask. That'll make you safer. Son, you got a panty on your head. That just reminded me of a great quote from the movie Raising Arizona. Son, you got a panty on your head. Because that's what robbers used to do. They'd put a pantyhose and it mush your face. They go into the bank and they go. And you'd be like, what do you say? And then he'd lift it up to his mouth. And he'd say, uh, give us all your money. Yeah, but that's what they're saying. If you, if you could put pantyhose on your head, just a slice of pantyhose wrapped around your face. <laughs> I want to see this. There are going to be some liberals who do this. This is so fantastic. So let's shift it to uh, COVID dictators at schools, even when uh, states are now not mandating schools have masks. Um, masks for children are terrible. My daughter has had to wear a mask for a couple of years. And it, literally, I go to her school to pick her up in the afternoon because I, I drive her to school and take her home because I like to do it. She could ride the bus. I like to talk with my daughter. Did the same with my son. But I, I see these kids coming out of the school and they're walking out of the school on a nice day. And even when they're walking by themselves, they're leaving the damn masks on. And they're, they've been brainwashed. My daughter's school does not require masks anymore. But a lot of the kids still wear the masks because this is a behavior they've been trained to, uh, to do with the threat of expulsion. Okay? Now, uh, Virginia AG uh, Meares is going to intervene in Loudoun County uh, School after the assistant principal of a school called Creighton's Corner Elementary threatened to charge maskless elementary school children with trespassing which is a class one misdemeanor that holds a 12-month jail sentence or a $2,500 fine. Here are the words of the vice principal. I'm sorry, I meant to say commandant. Until you arrive, your children will be held in an in-school restriction situation here at school. Um, it is important that I point out to you, it's stated in the letter that you'll receive, but it's important that I point out to you that they are not allowed on campus or on talking about non-masked students. Loudoun County Public School property um, starting tomorrow, it will be considered trespassing. So it's she was probably treasurer on her on her uh, you know high school class uh, uh, you know her, her her office. She didn't get to be president, but she's still a busybody. Important that I make that probably an HOA president statement to you. Uh, but we'll look forward to hearing from you. You ever dealt with one of those HOA... Pre you know, your gutters, you really need to clean your gutters out. We're going to have to find you. Yeah, goodbye. Uh, via phone, so you can let us know when so you'll how, be able how to long can up. How long can they be suspended for? The guidelines that we're receiving from the county is student suspensions will end as soon as they are fully following mitigation policies. There you go. As soon as they're following mitigation policies, here is uh, Vince Colonese. He does a show in Washington, D.C. Uh, uh, worked with a wonderful friend of mine named Mary Walter, talking to uh, A.G. Jason Miaris of the uh, uh, state of Virginia, newly elected, by the way, talking about what he's going to do. The big news out of Loudoun County today, Attorney General Miaris, is that they've begun officially suspending students from school for as much as 10 days for not wearing a mask. And in the letters that they're handing these families, warning that if the student appears on campus after having been suspended, <laughs> that they could be charged with trespassing. Whoa. That's how far Loudoun County Schools has taken. Wow. Are you concerned about what's happening here? Uh, the answer is a yes. I think you'll be seeing some moves from our office uh, in the next 24 hours on behalf of those parents 
in Loudoun. Uh, you will get more information when we announce it, but there will be an announcement coming in the next, uh, within the next 24 hours on behalf of those parents. Because, listen, one of the things that Governor Youngkin ran on and I ran on is standing up for parents. Uh, parents matter. Uh, that's not just opinion. That's in the code of Virginia. The parents have a fundamental right to the education upbringing of their children. Yeah, that's uh, that's why he uh, won, uh, actually. But uh, Democrats around the country are refusing to go there. It is amazing that uh, uh, we know the truth about masking and what it does and what it doesn't do. Now we know that lockdowns were basically worthless. And yet these COVID dictators are continuing to do stuff. I, I was looking this morning and seeing some of these stories around the country where kids are being cordoned off from mass kids literally uh, put in plexiglass cages. Uh, Grant Stinchfield had Lauren Davis on. She's a parent in Texas. She's running for judge down there, and her daughter was literally sequestered from the rest of the class in a plexiglass cage. And then when they went to gym class, they sat behind cones, separated from the other kids, and the, the kids who were unmasked didn't get physical activity during phys ed. They just sat there and watched. And then the other kids started to make fun of them and call them names. And this reminded me of the Stanford prison experiment. You guys ever see the movie on that or ever read about that? 1971, nine young men in Palo Alto, California, received visits from local police officers. They were arrested, violating penal codes 211 and searched and handcuffed, led into the rear of a police car. Uh, they were willing participants, actually, in the Stanford Prison Experiment, one of the most controversial studies in the history of social psychology. So they volunteered to be the prisoners, and these other guys said, we'll be the guards. And what happened was... The guards, with little to no instruction, began humiliating and psychologically abusing the prisoners within 24 hours of the study start. The prisoners, in turn, became submissive and, and depersonalized, taking the abuse and saying little in protest. Huh. Huh. That sounds kind of interesting. Hey, hey, you guys with the masks on. Those kids over there, they're not wearing masks. You know, they are disease spreaders. They're dirty. They're dirty. Yeah. Well, here is uh, Grant Stinchfield talking to uh, Lauren Davis about her kid because the kid is not wearing a mask, being cordoned off. What did you think when you saw this contraption they were putting your kids into? Well, I thought the trusted <laughs> adults in the school had lost their minds. I mean, literally COVID crazy. Um, the re response is disproportionate to the action. My kids simply went unmasked and they weren't sick. You know, as moms, we know not to send sick kids to school. Wow. And um, it's, it's heartbreaking. Wait, wait, wait. Shut the front door. Seriously? Keep your kid home if they're sick? Who does that? Breaking to see adults who previously were kind to my kids just turn them into the virus itself. Uh, here is uh, Grant Stinchfield talking to Lauren Davis a little bit more. And this is where it gets really bad because not only the teachers uh, sequestering these kids, but other kids are actually making fun of them. Again, uh, just refer to the uh, Stanford prison experiment because it's pretty much, or the Lord of the Flies. I'm looking at pictures where they started behind the glass and ultimately moved to a cage, but that picture of them in gym <laughs> class behind cones. So oh, yeah. do they just have to sit there in gym or can they exercise at <laughs> wow. all? Uh, no, she hold on, was hold on just a second. Just hold on a second. You haven't been dropped onto another planet, by the way. You're, you're still here. Uh, this is Earth. Uh, we had a New Year's about a month ago, and it's the year 2022. Here we go. I was forced to just sit there. Um, kids came up and called her a Karen. 
Um, and they, they shifted and moved and changed. Wait, wait, wait. The kid who's wearing the mask, yelling at the kid who's not wearing the mask, is calling the kid not wearing the mask a Karen. Their response every day. So it was, it was created a lot of terror and fear in my children because every day it was something different. We kept thinking, oh, what's new today? And so it went from building, you know, just being separated in the library to wow. let's build a box around you. So <laughs> they were just purely uh, trying to break I the have... will of my kids. You know, uh, they're probably in their faculty meeting going, you know, that uh, that plexiglass cage has done a pretty good job, but I hear they've got some uh, some uh, razor ribbon down at the military surplus store. Can we uh, maybe get that, you know, and while you're there, get some construction paper and some chalk? Just Wow. Well, um, teenage kids around the country are saying, you know, uh, done with this. I've got a kid at uh, Washougal High School. This kid, uh, big kid, probably junior or so, maybe senior in high school, uh, talking to the other kids. Now, what we're hoping is that they kick us out. This sounds bad, but we're hoping that they kick us out. For not wearing a mask. Because they have to report that tendence to the state. And if the state sees a day where 100 or I don't even know how many kids are here are absent... They're going to start asking questions. Our hope is, is we can get this statewide. Now, I might get in trouble for this, but the plan still stands for Wednesday. For tomorrow, I mean. Everybody is going to meet at the back row of the senior parking lot, and we're all walking into the school with no mask on. You can get me in trouble. They can suspend me. I don't care. We're done with this. Wow. And obviously, all of you are, too. Oh, yeah. He also said that there will be no berating of anyone. There will be no uh, yelling at teachers. It'll be an orderly thing. Now, again, we're doing this peacefully and respectfully. If a, st if a staff member asks you to... You know, they're doing the same thing in Ottawa, but the mayor of Ottawa wants to bring in the military to get rid of the truckers. Put a mask on. You say no thank you and keep walking. And if they kick you out, then go home. And if people need, ri need rides home... Then some of the seniors, I'm sure we can start giving people rides home. I like this kid. <laughs> I really like this kid. If you thought that big social media and the mainstream media and the Democrat Party were the only people who are censoring U.S. conservatives or censoring conservatives, uh, it's much bigger than that. It is much, much bigger than that. We're finding this out. Uh, more and more and more and more and more. For instance, Spotify. Now, Joe Rogan, not a conservative. Uh, but he has featured an alternative view to what the government spews, to what the government says. And the government has picked up the mantra disinformation, which was originally coined by Joseph Stalin in 1923. It doesn't take a lot of journalistic curiosity to look that up and see that was a term coined by Joseph effing Stalin. Pardon the language, even if I was muting it. But uh, so there are a lot of people who are trying to silence conservatives. And you are going to find as the show progresses, not only ABC television doing it, but also a GoFundMe. GoFundMe is for, uh, you know, raising uh, money for people who uh, need an organ transplant or have cancer or something. Uh, now GoFundMe is going political because they're not allowing $10 million that's been donated for the Canadian truck convoy to be accessed by anybody. And it's because of Justin Trudeau, the, the uh, leftist socialist, uh, perfect hair, by the way, premier of Canada. Uh, you will also notice this Airbnb. That's the latest one. So Airbnb, literally, I'll tell you a story in a little while. Airbnb is banning Michelle Malkin because she spoke at a conference. The place where you go to stay in somebody's uh, guest house is saying that conservatives can't stay there. That's how bad it's gotten. 
And this is all going to hit the fan. Now, on a positive note, things are really going to hit the fan. A couple of ways are going to hit the fan. Well, uh, January 6th, the, uh, the election of 2020, okay, those. And then the biggest thing to hit the fan will be the Nuremberg-style trials that we will have in this country with regard to COVID overreaction, COVID dictators, and COVID idiots. Now, uh, Joe Biden is in, uh, went to New York yesterday, I guess, and he is going to solve the crime problem there, even though Democrats are really the cause of the crime problem across the country. Uh, through uh, tacitly endorsing riots, through uh, a full-throated endorsement of Black Lives Matter, which is a Marxist anti-police organization. There is no doubt about it, 100%. If you have ever seen one of their marches frequently, there are phrases being used like pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. Uh, it is no doubt they are a cop-hating organization, a guy who ran over a bunch of people in Kenosha, Wisconsin who the media has completely forgotten. I believe it's six or seven people murdered by a man run over intentionally because they were white at a Christmas parade. Uh, he was a big follower of Black Lives Matter. And here, here, here is why Joe Biden went to New York City. New numbers this week show the nation's most populated city battling a brutal crime wave. The NYPD's latest data shows crime is up 38% overall in New York City this year. Shootings up 32%, transit crime up 70%, and car thefts jumping a staggering 93%. In January, 25 police officers were shot nationwide, five in New York City alone, including two fatally. I love you, baby bro, and I will always miss you. One of them, Officer Wilbert Mora, was laid to rest Wednesday. And no statement from the White House on the deaths of either of the police officers murdered in New York uh, last week. He was killed alongside his partner, Officer Jason Rivera, while responding to a domestic violence. 22 and 27 years old, by the way, they're Joe. Call. An ocean of officers shouldn't have deligned streets for the second time in five days to mourn the appalling loss of a 27-year-old son and brother. Mm -hmm. You just heard the statistics with regard to New York City, and I mean, it is an epic fail. And here's what Joe Biden said about New York City and the example that they're setting. I want to help every major city follow New York's lead. He wants everybody in New York and in the nation to follow New York's lead. Every major city follow New York's lead. Okay, so he wants, uh, what, uh, a 70% increase in uh, transit crimes, what, like a 50 or 60% uh, increase in carjackings. Uh, by the way, that, that's working really well in uh, Minneapolis, actually. Minneapolis uh, used to be kind of a peaceful kind of, you go to Minneapolis, you know, and you walk around the chain of lakes, and you, you go to Uptown, and you get yourself a cup of coffee at Caribou, you know. I lived there for five years. Uh, I wouldn't live there now because it's a mess. Uh, here is what Joe Biden said about the Second Amendment yesterday, and he said this before about the Second Amendment. And again, for any of the press, any of the press listening, this doesn't violate anybody's Second Amendment right. He's talking about gun control. They're all about gun control. There's no violation of a Second Amendment right. I think he said that a Glock was a weapon of war. We talk like there's no amendment that's absolute. When the amendment was passed, it didn't say anything. There's no amendment that's absolute. Okay, he has said this before. Let's hear that again. Just think about it. Right. We talk like there's no amendment that's absolute. Oh, well, I'm thinking that 13th Amendment to outlawing slavery probably has to be uh, absolute. When the amendment was passed, it didn't say anybody can own a gun and any kind of gun and any kind of weapon. You couldn't buy a cannon. And when the, no, you can't actually. This, this uh, amendment was passed. 
And so no reason why you should be able to buy certain assault weapons. But that's another issue. Yeah, it is another issue, and it's uh, more of your your same BS. But, yeah, the Second Amendment is the only one that's not absolute. Oh, oh, by the way, they also think the First Amendment is is not absolute. And there are some limits to the First Amendment, you know, um, the slander, you know, yelling fire in a crowded theater and whatnot. But the uh, the Democrat Party wants to make the First Amendment uh, verboten when it comes to what the government calls disinformation and misinformation. Yeah, disinformation and uh, and misinformation. Although all it is is just disagreeing with what the government has to say. But with regard to crime in New York City, with Joe Biden going there to fix something, um, I'm sorry, I gotta laugh because <laughs> I don't, I don't have a lot of faith that anything's gonna get better. You know, like that whole southern border with Kamala Harris being the borders are. Yeah, how's that working out? The withdrawal from Afghanistan, how's that working out? Inflation, anybody else? Energy independence? Yeah, don't hold your breath, New York. Hey, it's Carson. Uh, many of you take supplements as I do to maintain and improve health. I've recently found a company that I would consider a diamond in the rough. It's called Amio Life. They have developed a revolutionary line of natural wellness products. I take their probiotic for my gut and their multivitamin. And I'm having workouts like I did in my 30s. My mental sharpness is spot on and I'm sleeping better. Hundreds of thousands of people take alkaline structured silver along with all of the Amio Life products. Amio Life is a company that has created natural products to support our daily life that are free of chemicals, fillers, and the things we don't want in our bodies. I believe Amio Life products have really helped me after uh, getting over COVID. Not fun, by the way. Plus, they have a customer service team that really cares, and you'll be amazed by their dedication and support. If you want to enhance your overall wellness, you need to uh, write this number down, okay? It's 800-422-8148. Tell them Rob Carson sent you. You get 20% off now. You can also go to amiolife.com. That's A-M-E-O-Life.com. Use promo code rob 20 and save 20 percent on a selection of their amazing products let's do this together and make 2022 a very healthy one shall we 1-800-422-8148 mention rob carson or amiolife.com promo code rob 20 for amiolife so we've been talking about defunding the police uh, there's some issues that we ask police to do like mental health issues or policing in schools and all the rest that perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of i wonder why crime's going up in all the major democrat-run cities that money around suck it up defunding the police has to happen we need to defund the police mayor eric garcetti saying take some of the money from policing about 150 million dollars i applaud eric garcetti for doing what he's done not only do we need to disinvest is that ilhan Omar? We're in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So yes, defund your butts, defund you. Yes, I support the reallocation of resources uh, from NYPD. We will be moving funding from the NYPD. Now, until now, uh, the Biden administration hasn't said anything about it. Here is Jen Psaki saying, oh, no, the president, he's been behind police for a long time. We've had six law enforcement officers. This is an interview on Air Force One. ...by criminals this year. The president has not spoken out forcefully against any of these attacks. Even some of his supporters... Washington Times reporter, by the way, Jeff Mordock. ...say the lack of forceful condemnation is demoralizing to police. Why hasn't he spoken out more forcefully against these attacks? 
more forcefully against attacks against police officers, he went and gave an entire speech. Oh my God, he gave a whole speech. Why doesn't anybody know about it? Uh, to the uh, to the uh, police forces just a few months ago. Yeah, the police forces. That he, that speech that he did at the police forces that everybody was talking about that nobody talked about. It. He, we have put out statements, and he has condemned the violence and the attacks on these police officers. He's reached out. I haven't heard that to family members. He is somebody. Let me finish my answer because I think that's an inaccurate characterization. Uh, and you- he has reached out to family members, but generally they saw who in the caller ID who was calling and they didn't answer. You haven't even given me names of who you're talking about. But the president's the president's record. Officers. He's one of the people who said it's demoralizing. The, the president's record is very clear here. He has a long record of advocating no. for, supporting no. through funding, through speaking out. No. Uh, uh, the, the role of local police, of national police, and the important role they play. Why did he uh, not say anything while he was a candidate about uh, police uh, substations being sacked in places like Portland and uh, Minneapolis? Why didn't he say anything about the thousands of police officers that were injured? Uh, how about the people who, the police who were blinded, uh, hit by projectiles, had water bottles, frozen water bottles thrown at them, had their cars set fire? You know, really, I didn't hear anything from this president, Jin Sake. So regardless of a speech that you said, uh, he he said all this crap to, you know, um, no, Uh, he's never, he's never really supported the police. And if he did, he would have offered full-throated support and he would have made it part of his career to help law enforcement. Oh, by the way, Spotify CEO is backing free speech, saying his his, uh, platform has no editorial responsibility for Joe Rogan's podcast. Spotify CEO Daniel Elk reportedly informed staff that the platform cannot actively tell content creators what to publish. On Wednesday, he held a town hall for his employees during which he addressed the ongoing controversy. Spotify doesn't approve Rogan's guest list. They don't have a look at his content until it goes up. And so they don't have editing power. They just look at it after it's already on the platform and remove it if it doesn't meet guidelines. Okay, so they're still going to remove content, guys. And, and he also, by the way, as an addendum to this, said that they would consider what to publish based on what is said. And they are still going to use the lens of misinformation and disinformation, which means that the company will respond to pressure from outside groups, including the federal government. That's what it says to me. That's what it says to me. But you know what? Guess what? Donald Trump's new uh, gigantic, by the way, gigantic media platform is coming. This as Meta, yesterday, Meta, the new Facebook, with the, uh, the little dweeb, uh, Mark Zuckerberg in charge, that put $500 million into local elections to steal ballots with unmanned ballot boxes by the hundreds uh, in Democrat districts in battleground states. Their value plunged at 26% yesterday. Uh, that's $251 billion in market value. And I sincerely hope they go bankrupt. Here is the new CEO of uh, Donald Trump's new media platform, which will start this month. And I'm going to move everything I have to Getter and this new platform. That's right. So if, if anybody, first of all, if anybody wants to sign up, uh, they can go to truthsocial.com and actually sign up. Now. I already did. Truthsocial.com. Now. Uh, what we're doing now is we are in beta testing. Uh, we're expanding that beta test. And we fully expect to launch by the end of March. So we're, we're, we have to do all this this testing, uh, Greg, and I think you'll appreciate this because... You don't want to do a face plant like the government's uh, 
Oh, Obamacare website did. We have so many people who don't want to see us successful, right? Whether that be the big tech companies, yep. uh, the fake news media complex yep. that's out there, or even foreign governments and other bad actors for that matter. It's so- going to start with 83 million followers coming from what was Donald Trump's Twitter account to uh, to this new one. So it's it's very difficult. We cannot use any of the big tech companies. We've seen what has happened to other small startup companies. And when Amazon decides they don't like them, they, they cut them off. Like Parler. So we're having to build this from scratch. Uh, we're, we're developing great partners uh, like Rumble, for example, which is a YouTube alternative. You bet. Uh, they've been helping us out a lot. So we're going to continue to find people that uh, will not cancel us, that want to see the Internet back open again for everyone. I think this is the beginning of the end for the big social media giants. Let's move on to this guy. This is funny because um, I guess the Biden administration is looking for some sort of uh, reason to say, hey, the reason why we're sending troops over to uh, Europe is because, you know, uh, the Russia's pounding the drum beats of war. And uh, Matt Lee is a reporter for the Associated Press. He went after a State Department spokesman, Ned Price. Uh, here's a little setup for uh, what is going on, what happened yesterday at this presser. It's regarding Russian disinformation and the likelihood that Moscow might create, seek to create, a false flag operation to initiate military activity. Here he goes, using disinformation again. People in Russia are going, oh my God, I can't believe they're using the words of Joseph Stalin in the United States. Victory! Now, we can say that the United States has information that Russia is planning to stage fabricated attacks by Ukrainian military or intelligence forces as a pretext for a further invasion of Ukraine. Ah, okay. One possible option the Russians are considering, what is that? and which we made public today, yes. involves the production of a propaganda video. Yeah. A video with graphic scenes of false explosions. Okay, why, why haven't we seen that? Depicting cor- corpses, crisis actors pretending to be mourners. I'd like to see the, the, the movie. And images of destroyed locations or military equipment, entirely fabrica- fabricated by Russian intelligence. Entirely fabricated. Can you believe it? Here is uh, Matt Lee of the AP saying, uh, <coughs> because, because obviously this is not this is not the first time we've made uh, these reports public. You'll remember that just a few well, weeks I, ago. I'm sorry, made, made what report public? If you'll and, let me finish, I will okay. tell you what report we made okay. public. Uh, we told you a few weeks ago that we have information indicating Russia also has already prepositioned a group of operatives to conduct a false flag operation. Yeah, we've got the information. We, we're not going to give it to you, though. Well, why not? Just because it's, it's, you know, it's ours. In eastern Ukraine. So that, Matt, to your question, is an action. Can we see the, uh, the information in the film? Uh-uh, I don't think so. That Russia has already well, taken. It's an action that you say that they have taken, yeah. but you have shown no evidence to, yeah. to, to, to I need the evidence confirm and, that. Yeah. And I'm going to get to the next question here, yes. which is, what is the evidence that they... I mean, this is like crisis actors, really? This is like Alex Jones territory. <laughs> well, actually, we are working with Alex Jones, too. Uh, he's now a movie director, and the movies are going to be absolutely awful. Um, here is uh, Ned Price. Uh, what evidence do you have there, Ned? I want to see the film, buddy. What evidence do you have to support the idea that there is some propaganda film in the, in, in the making? Well, we've seen, we've heard that it's happening. Uh, this is derived uh, from information known to the U.S. government. I think Susan Sarandon is going to star in it. Intelligence information that we have declassified. I think you well, know. Okay, well, where, where is it? Where, where is this information? It is intelligence information that we have declassified. It's there. It's been declassified. 
It's there. Where is it? Where is the declassified information? It's over there. I just delivered it. No, no you made a series of <laughs> allegations and would statements. You, would you like us to print out the topper? Because you will oh. see a transcript of this briefing that you can print out for yes, yourself. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. You're, so you're not answering the question I'm just saying. You're saying that there is declassified information, and and uh, then, you know, well, let us see the declassified information. And he goes, well, I just told you, and if you'd like a transcript of what I've just said, that's the information. Dear God, a little bit more from Ned Price. <laughs> this is just fantastic. This is just fantastic. I, I would like to see some proof that you that, that you can show Matt, you have that, been that, that shows you, that 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 you, shows that the Russians are doing this. Ned, I've been doing this for. A I long know that time. was my point. As, you you as have you, know. you you have been doing this for quite a while. You know I that have. when we declassify intelligence That's information, right. and I we do so in, in a means. In we do and so. I, and, we do so with an eye to that, protecting that sources and methods. It's not going to fall. I remember a lot of things. So where, 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 where? Yeah, it's good to have a memory when it comes to uh, politics because you can point to all the stupidity of the past. Where is the declassified information other than you coming out here and saying? Matt, I'm sorry you don't like the format, uh, but we have... I'm sorry you don't like that I'm lying to you and uh, making stuff as I go. You're supposed to take my word for it. It's not the format, it's the content. I'm sorry you don't like the content. I'm sorry it's you, I'm sorry like you are doubting the information that is in the possession of the U.S. government. Yeah, you know, because you guys lie about every freaking thing. Uh, here's some more uh, uh, Ned trying to fight back. Where, where, where is the declassified information other than you coming out here and saying... Matt, I'm sorry you don't like the format, uh, but we have it's declassified... It's not the format, it's the content. I'm yeah, so I just said that, actually. Here's a little bit more uh, uh, the report. I just need one piece of evidence to prove that this is true. One piece of evidence just to suggest that the Russians are planning to use crisis actors to stage a false mass casualty event to use as a pretext. Just one piece, okay? And not you or Kirby or Jen or John Finer or Jake saying this is what is so. All right, so uh, yeah, no pieces of evidence. On the Newsmax hotline is Marjorie Taylor Green. Marjorie Taylor Green, how you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Rob? I'm doing well. Before we go any further, let me just say, who's down with MTG? Yeah, <laughs> you know me. Totally. I love it. I love it. All right. So uh, let me uh, thank you. And let me ask you this. And that's why I do that every time. I, uh, who's down with MTG? Yeah, you know me. Uh, let's let's start with a, a couple of things here. I want to get into January 6th. You're one of the leaders who are going to help us break down the doors to that gulag. Uh, but I want to ask you, uh, the CDC is saying that natural immunity appears to work. And they also said that masks are worthless. How much has Nancy Pelosi fined you for not wearing a mask in the house? Oh, I'm well over $100,000 in mask fines. But hold on. If the CDC is saying that natural immunity is best and masks don't work, then why am I still kicked off of Twitter? Because that's what I said. I know because what was uh, misinformation is now information. I, I sincerely hope after all of this is said and done, uh, MTG, I seriously hope that there are some Nuremberg trials for people who have been involved in this from the get-go. And a lot of people have died who did not need to die. That's what I think. Um, oh, I totally agree with you, 100%. 
And I got to tell you also, I hope that there is a point where the doors to that jail in Washington, D.C. are opened, that we figuratively storm the Bastille, and that this awful person, this deputy warden who is an anti-Trumper, absolute hater, uh, her reign of terror is in this facility. Now, you've learned a lot about the uh, insurrectionists who aren't insurrectionists in the the Bastille in in Washington, D.C. Give me the latest on their conditions and what's happening there. Well, unfortunately, nothing has changed for them. There's, there's been no change. They're not allowing them to be, to be bailed out, um, even though they're pre-trial. Uh, their due process rights still continue to be violated, and they're still being held in solitary confinement um, close to, I think it's around 22 hours a day is what I've heard. So there's no, no change whatsoever. Um, it's one-party rule, and the party is ruling as if it's a political war and they're political prisoners. I hope some people, I mean, I really want to see people perp-walked. I want to see the deputy warden in an orange jumpsuit in cuffs. Um, you've been doing some appearances. I saw one the other day. I think you were in Ringgold, uh, Georgia, and at a yes. packed house. Had a packed house the end of yes, January. T- tell us about what the reaction you're getting, because I know you're way ahead in the polls. Oh, they're fantastic. I'm, I'm just so grateful to my district. I have so much support. Um, the amazing people there at home in Georgia are just so incredible. They're, they're grateful to have me there fighting for them. They could care less about what the, the D.C. Beltway press has to say because really, <laughs> honestly, it's the D.C. Beltway and the bubble here in Washington that's so disconnected from real America and what real Americans actually think. And so, yeah, the town hall was huge. Even though it's a really small town, there just were so many people there. And it cracked me up. I have to tell you something funny. Talk about being kicked off Twitter. Yeah. I asked everybody, I said, how many of you guys are on Twitter and only three people raised their hand? <laughs> well, you know what? The only reason I use the only reason I use Twitter is I get video clips off of it for my TV show. That's the oh, only reason. There's really crazy it, people on there. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, Trump's uh, new platform is going to be starting up this month. Mm-hmm. You're going to be on the, I, I know. I know you're on Getter. How's Getter working for you? Getter's working wonderful. Good. It's a great place, and I'm very much looking forward to Truth Social. President Trump's platform is going to be massive, and it's going to be a wait. lot of fun seeing that roll out. Well, I would love to see 83 million people who followed him on Twitter go to this new platform because Twitter will crumble. Yesterday, we saw Facebook lost $261 billion in value, which I think is so glorious. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk about the border. I know that you've been talking about uh, not only just the border, what it's doing as far as the the country, as far as upsetting the balance of power, but also fentanyl. Uh, Right now, you you mentioned 18 to 49-year-olds, and why in the hell is anybody, why in anybody on either side looking at young people dying in mass because of this go ahead yeah i have no idea the number one cause of death now uh in 18 to 45 year olds is fentanyl and this is fentanyl that's coming from china um being laced into drugs by the mexican cartels and being brought across the border um this this death rate has gone up so much in young people it's hard to even imagine uh, that this is happening, but it's, that's what happens when you have a wide open border and we have an administration that's not taking border security serious and it should be taken serious. And, you know, all we all we hear about constantly is COVID-19, uh, wear your mask, get your vaccine and all these rules. But yet it's, it's fentanyl 
coming yeah. from China that is killing young people. And why is why isn't anybody saying why isn't anybody saying by the way that maybe uh, this Omicron virus uh, came from Mexico because they're wholesale delivering people into states around the country overnight in flights. We saw this in a video that uh, was captured the other day uh, in Westchester, New York. Has you entertained the thought that maybe Omicron, while we're protecting airports on the east and west coast, may have come through on the southern border? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's <laughs> and then they're allowing these people that come into our country legally to fly on airplanes, not, not just commercial flights, but they're using taxpayer dollars and flying them in the dark of night all oh. over the country. Oh. And that's another thing that shouldn't be happening. But you're, we're hearing the Congress. And um, unfortunately, I, I heard it all week long, the 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 drums of war, they're beating the drums yeah. of war. And that's for Ukraine and Russia. Yeah. But yet no one is caring about our southern border. Uh, exactly. No one cares about our people. And so it's, it's absolutely, absolutely absurd. But Americans, especially people back home where I'm happily going today, uh, they're working hard. You know, people are doing everything they can to make ends meet. They pay their bills on time. Um, they do a good job uh, just being responsible Americans. But it's our government that's completely irresponsible, irresponsible, and people are sick of it. Now, in Canada, they've got this incredible uh, truckers convoy that headed across Canada. It's in Ottawa right now. Uh, Justin Trudeau has said, despite what the uh, the mayor of Ottawa says, they're not going to get the military involved. Um, how would you feel if a peaceful trucker convoy featuring tens of thousands of trucks coming across America came to Washington, D.C. to express their dismay over vaccine mandates? Oh, my goodness, I might throw them a welcome party. Woo! Yes! <laughs> Isn't that yes! great? I mean, ah! truck drivers are amazing. These are these are the type of people that I know in my everyday life. These are people that get the job done. They they deliver supplies um, to our store shelves, and, and they're the ones that keep our country running. And here they are. They're the ones actually being the ones that stand up against this, this tyrannical government that is yes. mandating uh, things that just don't work, you know? Could you imagine if truckers surrounded the Capitol in the Beltway and Nancy Pelosi was not able to send an assistant to Whole Foods to get her hummus? The, the wow. government would shut down. It would. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it barely runs anyways. And we're on the, oh. of the government shut down anyhow because they can't pass the budget. Yes. So Dear God. Timing. Uh, one more I, thing. I hope uh, the truckers come to D.C. There you go. That's I, Me too. I, I love it. One more thing before we go. I, thank you for your time today. Uh, if Republicans take the Houses of Congress, uh, what sort of actions are you looking at taking against those who abuse the American people for the last few years? Well, the one thing we have to do is, is we have to make sure that everyone's held accountable. There's a lot of investigations that need to happen, and we need to use, we need to use every single committee for oversight. I think one thing that needs to be investigated is the origins of COVID-19 and who is responsible and where did the funding come from. Yep. Um, and then once all of that is revealed, those people need to be held responsible because so many people have died. Another thing that we need to investigate is is why have they suppressed uh, uh, prescriptions for things like ivermectin yep. and now monoclonal antibodies. Everyone should be able to try some. And this is the one big human experiment. It's not like COVID-19 has been around for a long time, and we've had it now for two years. So people should have been able to take things like ivermectin, um, hydroxychloroquine, and many other things. But the FDA actually said you can't prescribe these medications, even though 
um, their miracle drugs. Ivermectin yeah. is literally labeled a miracle drug for many uh-huh. reasons. Um, yeah. You know, it would be so great if, if there was a safe vaccine that actually worked. But unfortunately, people that get vaccinated, they're still catching COVID yeah. and yeah. still spreading COVID. So there's no difference in vaccinated and unvaccinated. The only difference is, is we've seen uh, real discrimination in America because of people's vaccine statuses. And that's another thing that should never, ever happen. Uh, we should never have discrimination. And that's, that should be the one thing that sets America apart. But because of this COVID-19 and the, the result and the response from people all over, it's, it's been terrible. And I blame the media for that. You know, they can't be the kings of what's information and what's misinformation, especially when something is brand new. And that's completely unfair. So, yeah, we, we need to do a lot of oversight uh, in Congress when Republicans take back the House. And then the biggest thing is, is we need to hold people accountable. I love it. I love it. Well, if, if they do do a convoy, I might have to consider taking the portable broadcast unit and broadcasting for Marjorie Taylor Greene. Thank you so much for talking <laughs> to me today. Keep fighting the fight. Keep kicking butt. And uh, obviously people can find you on Getter. Um, I've got you on Getter, and I'll make sure to post it on social media. But uh, keep fighting the good fight. And thanks for the time today. Absolutely, Rob. Thanks so much for having me. Have a great and, weekend. And remember my battle cry, who's down with MTG? Yeah, you know me and all millions of Americans around the country. Take care of yourself. Have a great weekend. Uh, okay, you too. Bye-bye. All right, see ya. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.